Hi, this is Jake Turner for the Turning Points Podcast. This is your home for the best guests, Calvin Watkins, sports writer for The Athletic, about to make his debut for BobMcGinnFootball.com. He is Mark Eccles. And the best takes you won't find anywhere else. And I don't like hype machines. Niners are going to be pretty good this year. No. Find this podcast at iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. It's time to get to the turning point of the sports world. NFC South, I'm going to start it off at the bottom as usual. Now, I'm here in Orlando, Florida at the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting. Down the road is Tampa, about 90 miles away, and it's a very beautiful city, and there's always great people, and it's always great weather, and of course, the Tampa Bay Lightning are awesome, but that is also the home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that are going to go 5-11. and now, the Buccaneers have signed Jason Light for a couple more years as their general manager. So this is it. Lame duck time for the Buccaneers. They're going to fire Dirk Cutter. Jameis Winston won't be a Buccaneer next year. That's my that's my speculation right there. First off, they bring in so many different defensive linemen. I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, their secondary is banged up. Brett Grimes is doubtful for this week's game against the Saints. I don't buy into them. I don't buy into the chemistry. I love Mike Evans. But their running game is a colossal dumpster fire. Ronald Jones has shown nothing, nothing to prove me right wrong when it came to the preseason. He was averaging one point yards per carry. I mean, he was done for. DOA, I just didn't get it. And Peyton Barber is the new running back. Now, Barber's an okay running back, but he's not a guy that's going to get you 1,000 yards per year. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. But the Buccaneers, they're just too dysfunctional. They're too much of a mess right now, and I just can't buy into them. I will buy into this next team. No, it's not the Panthers, but it is, of course, the Atlanta Falcons. They're going to go 8-8 eight and eight this year. Look, I've never seen a team that has more talent on both sides of the ball and has no idea how to utilize it. The Calvin Ridley was nowhere to be seen last night. Julio Jones was the best player on the field. They still lost. Matt Ryan did not look like the $130 million man. He didn't look like it. And then they lose Keanu Neal for the rest of the year with a torn ACL. I cannot buy into the Atlanta Falcons until they actually get a brain in their head and realize Steve Sarkeesian is a horrific, over-the-top, Offensive coordinator that has no idea what he is doing and makes it so immensely predictable and conservative that you get to a point where it's like, enough is enough. I just can't buy into the Falcons. I just can't. I'm sorry, Hotlanta. Uh, the fire is out. I've thrown the biggest bucket of water I could think of of the country and dumped it on you. I'm sorry. Ain't Atlanta. And Steve Sarkeesian gets fired, I hope. That bear in mind, my next wildcard team is going to be the Carolina Panthers, 10-6. and six. Now look, Steve Wilkes is a big loss for them. However, they bring in Eric Washington, 10 years of experience, had one of the best defensive lines in football the last couple of years with the Panthers. Now he gets his time. This is his chance to be the defensive coordinator that he wants to be. He still has talent on both sides of the ball, and Norv Turner knows how to build an offense. Especially when you got a laser, when you got pretty much the NFL version of the Flash as your running back with Christian McCaffrey, you're going to do great things. Cam Newton is still a very good quarterback. They got DJ Moore, who had over 1,200 yards last year at the University of Maryland. Greg Olson's back. The offensive line is decent. Can't 
I can't. I, I just can't push the Carolina Panthers out the door. I think they're going to be a 10-6 ball club. Cam Newton plays out of his mind at home. Seriously. Trust me. He loves Charlotte. So go with the Panthers. Now I'm going to get, of course, to the New Orleans Saints. 12-4 this year. Drew Brees only had 23 touchdowns last year. But there was an emergence of a running game that they have been waiting for. Now, Mark Ingram is out for four games because of the PED bust. But he's going to be back, and Alvin Kamara is going to go off like a bomb because he was one of the most versatile football players last year in the NFL. He's going to do it again this year. They got a stacked offensive line. Ryan Ramzik off that right side is nasty. Came out of offensive line U at the University of Wisconsin. He's going to bring that prestige to that line. They're going to get even better. Also, keep this in mind, Michael Thomas led the league in receptions last year. He's going to do it again, but he's also going to have eight to nine touchdowns. He's going to be Drew Brees' number one guy. I can't go against Drew Brees, and I have to say this. As I felt like Dennis Allen, I thought he was going to get fired. But you know what? He actually crafted a pretty good offense. They bring in Marcus Davenport out of the University of Texas, San Antonio. I like the Saints. I think they're going to go 12-4. and four. All right. Whew. Well... Let's get to the NFC West, shall we? Right here on the Sports World NFL Preview, Turning Points Edition. I'm Jake Turner. You can tweet me at, at Jake Turner Sport, or you can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and we just got picked up by Spotify. How much better can that be? The headline for this fight should be, Legend Kills. This is 